I just sent you another invite.
I see your name, but it don't say online yet. studio it says you're in the studio you're supposed to be in the guest room I don't know why they move you over there yeah call in call in do call in Hear you just fine. Woohoo! Didn't have had to been that hard, but it was what it was. <laughs> right. All right. So, with that being said, I have my co host with me for this evening, and we are presenting to you Wrestling is Trash, a nonsensical podcast where we talk about professional wrestling, past, present, and quite possibly the future. And boy, is the future of professional wrestling looking pretty shitty right now. <laughs> it is actually looking like trash. Indeed. <laughs> um, yes. But for me not to bury the lead, as I, I mentioned, I am joined by a co-host. One, Mr. Anomaly. How are you, sir? I am just fine and dandy, B-Rob. Just fine and dandy. It's it's great to be back home. Great to be yeah. back home. It's been a minute, you know. A whole bunch of shit got flipped around and whatnot, and you know, people be just be busy. And uh, you know, I'm glad to have this opportunity to sit down and talk with you for a little bit. Yes, sir. It's always a pleasure. It's always a pleasure. Yeah. So, I mean, what has your pro wrestling experience been like since you know we have been thrown around into the pit? of uh 2020 you know so it's just been uh. <laughs> pandemic <laughs> then world war three then goddamn murder yeah. hornets that disappeared and nobody knew what it is it's like the croatoan village and shit <laughs> it's just, i don't know what's going yeah. on yeah uh well you know like i um 
I honestly got to say that wrestling without an audience on TV is pretty fucking boring, first and foremost. Uh, I was trying to stay, like, on point with AEW, but it was really hard because of the lack of the excitement of the audience. And let's just be honest, we all know WrestleMania sucked. Yeah. I mean, the best match was the, the Undertaker-AJ Styles match, and that was just like a mini-movie. I mean, come on, that was... And then, then you know I didn't it watch was, that. So. <laughs> uh, you didn't miss much. My kids made me watch it. Uh, <laughs> I was like, yeah, uh, I, I may have only paid nine ninety nine, but I feel like I got ripped off. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm thankful New Japan is finally back. Yeah. Uh, everybody, everybody knows I'm a New Japan mark. Uh, I'm, I'm loving the fact that they are back. Uh, I haven't got to watch it the way I've wanted to watch it, but I'm yeah. very happy that they're back. Uh, the thing that's gotten me emo- the most is all of the sexual allegations that has came out as of late. Yes. Uh, and, you know, um, I don't know, man. It, it, 2020 has just been the season of the sickness. It really has. Um <laughs> A lot of stuff that was done in the darkness has been brought to light. Uh, I think uh, just to touch base on the home front here in the indie circuit, um, uh, uh, OVW trainer uh, that goes by the name of Trailer Park Trash, uh, real name Frank, was outed as being a sexual predator who tried to use his um, status as a trainer at OVW to fuck young girls to get a push. Uh, There's also been accusations and claims made that he sexually assaulted a handicapped girl as well. Uh, I don't know how, yeah, I don't know the legitimacy of this, but it was, it was a big thing here. Uh, So, I mean, and then, you know, Marty Skrull has been accused of this as well. Pretty much the majority yeah. of the the British Strong Style roster has, more or less. And uh, yeah. you they know, just had it, two it, recent releases in uh, NXT UK. Uh, Travis Banks and um, I forget the guy, I can't pronounce his name correctly. Largo, whatever the hell. Master wrestling with the horns. I mean... Quite honestly, if 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 you're that disgusting of an individual to where you feel you have to use power to get vagina, I I I would assume kill you myself because you're a piece of shit. I don't give a fuck who you are. Uh, I two things I ain't ever had had to do was force my will upon a female or pay for pussy. I mean, I I don't see how you can value your manhood if you've ever done either of those things. Just my honest opinion. I mean, maybe if you've had an accident or something, I can understand paying for some. I mean, or somebody threw like liquid fire in your face or or something like that. Yeah, I can understand (laughs) it then. But but I mean, dude, Uh, come on. This is just some fucked up shit. Yeah, it's just it's. Or a, a chain reaction for the past two weeks. 
and it's just and I, I forget what the first yes. one that I've heard, but once that first one got out, it just was a snowball effect. It was just one after another, one after another, one after another, and it was just all over the place. And it's crazy. And it's I mean, just like, you know, you know it's yeah, yeah, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I just I just want um I, one I would never blame a victim, but at the same time, um, people say you guilty until proven innocent. I, I I flipped that around. I was like innocent until you're proven guilty and whatnot. So I mean, it, it's just yeah. a weird situation because we've been in situations in life. I mean, I I I can speak kind of semi personally to where I just pissed somebody off. And, you know, I didn't even do anything to them. I just, you know, with my attitude and everything, I pissed somebody off. And then they lied on me and said I did something I didn't do. So I've been in situations yeah, I like can understand that. that. So, I mean, we could probably have similar things here. But at the same time, anybody that cries wolf on an incident such as this, you know, you always got to give them benefit of the doubt. You know, you know, I think the original bro handled this the best out of everybody when the accusations was made. Mm -hmm. He handled this the way it should have been handled. He said, whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a minute. I got proof. I'm going to defend myself. I got lawyers on this. Mm -hmm. This isn't what happened. You know, I think if, if you're going to if you're going to be accused of something, you got being accused of something you didn't do is a bad thing altogether. Yeah. Uh, but if you are accused of it, that's when you got to put the gloves on and defend yourself. You know, exactly. you, you got to get in there and, and do what you got to do because your character is extinct, especially in a world like pro wrestling, mm -hmm. where your persona is everything, you know, your persona and your reputation, you, you don't. Yeah. It, and your behind the scene reputation. And, the, and that was something that um, uh, they said on Facebook that I was reading this was this was this was workers this was wrestlers talking mm -hmm. they said more or less and I'm not going to put any of their names out there cuz that's just disrespectful but they said more or less for older veterans to have been allowing this stuff to happen they're just as damn guilty as the guys who were doing it not like basically saying maybe the older vets didn't do it but if the older vets knew this was going on yeah. and was allowing it, that makes them just as guilty as anybody else. And, I mean, like, backstage, man, I mean, some people may know, some people may not know. Mm -hmm. Ring rats are a dime a dozen. Yeah. You don't have to, to force your will upon anyone sexually. There is numerous girls that will just give it up willingly. I mean, it's <laughs> – you don't even have to actually even be a, a performer. You could just be a friend of a performer, and guess what? They're going to do whatever. Because they think you're a somebody. There's no reason whatsoever to force your will upon a female unless you're just a sick fuck. I mean, I don't like rapists. Two things I can't stand is a rapist or a child molester. I mean, they're both sick bastards in my eyes. And if you are one, fuck you. Mm -hmm. Come see me. I'll bust your mouth open. Fuck you. I don't like you. You're a sick bastard. Plain and simple. Indeed. You if If you feel you got a... I mean, if you feel you got to force your will upon a woman or force your power upon a woman, dude, fuck you. I mean, that was the whole thing. Like the last time I was on here, I made a big thing about the whole Ashley Massaro thing. 
and how what I didn't want to watch anything WWE because more or less they they covered up a fucking sexual assault. Anyone who would cover up a sexual assault, I don't want to support their product. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, I, I'm just like that. That's me as a person. I believe in being a, a a good dude. If you can't be a good dude, man, fuck you. Yeah, and let's talk I, about that. I think that's the, the problem with America, bro. I mean, just to be real, not to interrupt you, but that's the problem with America. There's too many assholes right now. Everybody want to be an asshole. There ain't enough cool dudes. We need to bring back the cool fucking dudes, man. It's just like, hey, man, do you live your life? Get your piece of the pie. Don't rape children. Don't rape women. Don't hurt women. Don't hurt children, and you're good. Yeah, That's what we need. We need the real dudes to fucking stand up and put the lemon lames back in their place in wrestling and life and everything in general. Bring back the cool ass dudes. Hashtag mm-hmm. me. <laughs> cool ass dudes. Now, um, wh- what do you think about the flip side of this? Because, I mean, I, once again, you know, when the, when the accusations are made, you know, there's got to be proof. There's got to be a process to prove that these events that were claimed to happen have happened. So what do you think yeah. should be the the effect, the, the action, the cause of somebody who lies? So, you know, I come up here, I say, uh, anomaly touched my butthole, but he way in Kentucky and I'm here in <laughs> Texas. How, how did this ever happen? You know, so what what should be the penalty for someone that, you know, brings up, trumps up false allegations? Blackball. Blackball. It's that simple, dude. Blackball. I mean, there's there's no if if you made a false claim on a talent that they sexually assaulted you or harassed you, you're you're messing with their career, you're messing with their money, you're messing with their livelihood. You deserve to be blackballed. Same retort. If you have used your position of power for sexual influence, or you have forced your will upon another fe- on on another human being. Male, female, and that goes for Pat Patterson's ass too. <laughs> Anybody, they should be fucking blackballed. Mm. Yeah. I, I mean, and we've all heard the stories, and no one knows if they're true. And, and quite honestly, we probably will never know. But everybody's all already heard that Pat Patterson used to force his will on the young guys. Yeah. I mean, you know, we 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 all heard that that that. Shawn Michaels got served some sweet, sweet chin music. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, I mean, it's, it's accusations, just like we were saying. I mean. It's accusations. <laughs> so I mean, we we need to the the business needs to take care of this because at this mm-hmm. point in juncture, with the shows not having audiences, with the the lack of excitement in the crowds. It's diminishing pro wrestling as we know it. And now with these sexual accusations as well, I mean, come on, dude. I mean, that's one of the reasons why, uh, speaking on New Japan, I don't, I don't, um, I don't like Homa. I don't like him. Because it's not an accusation. It's a fact before he had his accident, we all know about his accident and how he, he may never wrestled again. It was a proven fact that he got into it with his mistress and he spat on her and slapped her and made her bow down and beg for forgiveness and made her mother do it as well. And I mean, I don't know what the customs are or, or anything, but dude, you're a fucking piece of shit, dude. Fuck you. 
I mean, dude, who does that? And that's a fact, dude. That is not nothing made up. That's not an accusation. He did that in a crowded restaurant in Tokyo. He demeaned this girl like she was a damn dog, her and her mother, and made them beg on their knees for forgiveness at his fucking feet for something his punk ass done. Man, fuck that, dude. I have no respect for you. Kiss my ass. That's what I'm saying, dude. If there's proof, if we know for a fact this shit happened, fuck you, dude. You're blackballed. I mean, we more... I mean, we more. There's, there's been people blackballed for less. Let's just be honest. Yeah, I mean, just uh, outside of the scope of professional wrestling, look at uh Pete Rose. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's kind of wrestling related because you know the shit that he done with WWF, WWE, or whatever. He bet on his own teams, his own team to win. He didn't bet against them. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't rig shit. He bet he just, on the win. He just bet on his team that he worked for to win. And now they blackballed him out of the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Which is bullshit because we all know Pete Rose is a Hall of Famer. I mean, there isn't nobody that doesn't know Pete Rose is a Hall of Famer. Uh, and it's the same thing with Kaepernick, man. I mean, they blackballed fucking Cap for taking a fucking stand. Uh, and I mean, dude, and I'm a patriotic dude, man. Seriously, I'm real patriotic, but I also understand what kneeling for the flag actually means. It's not a actual form of disrespect. That's just what the media spun it to, was to be a form of disrespect. Now, sitting down would have been more of a disrespectful thing to do during, during the national anthem as opposed to kneeling. Kneeling is still showing respect, but he's paying homage to fallen soldiers, to fallen warriors. There's a big fucking issue in this world, man, with, with police fucking brutality. And anybody who doesn't think that it there isn't has got their blinders on and they're in a little fucking bubble and they don't want their bubble busted. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, dude. It, that's the, I mean, that's the whole uh, the Drew Brees thing, you know. You talk about yeah, his, uh, and I mean that that hurt. That hurt. Mm-hmm. What it did? <laughs> what Drew? It did, man. And you know, like I can't. E- I I haven't even been able to wear my Drew Brees jersey since, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. And you know, and, and, but like with that, to me, you know, is like he had his blinders on. He wasn't raised in that environment. It was nothing that he knew of. It was nothing that he saw on a day to day basis. And when somebody brought to his attention, he's like, "Oh shit." <laughs> You know, <laughs> yeah, and that's that's the truth. And, but I mean, I think there's a miseducation as well. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's like they if someone just believes whatever the fuck the media tells them to believe, man. I mean, take your blinders off, man. Open your eyes. Because I mean, I'm I'll, I know y'all watch CNN and stuff, man. I'm in Louisville, Kentucky, man, where Brianna got murdered. OK, my whole downtown city, which I live less than two miles from now, it it is wrecked, destroyed, because this has been ongoing and happening for years. This is not nothing new. I know some people think this is this is new or this is a surprising turn of events. Police been killing people out here since as long as I can remember. And I'm almost 43, and they was killing them long before my ass came around. So this has been an ongoing issue here in Louisville, and people just got fed up. 
up, man. I mean, police brutality is a bitch down here. It's a known fact. I mean, I hate saying it, but, man, the cops can make your ass disappear out here real quick. Mm-hmm. So, you know, things like people taking a stand, like Cap taking a stand, man, I don't give a fuck what anybody says. That boy got an arm on him. He should be in the league right fucking now. The only people who are saying he shouldn't be in the league are racist assholes or people who don't know nothing but sports center football. That boy can fucking throw. He has got an arm on him like fucking out of this world. The first time I ever seen him throw, I was like, this kid's got a beautiful toss on him, man. He should be playing in the NFL. The only reason he isn't, he's blackballed. So if we're going to blackball a man for taking a stand in the NFL, we need to blackball any professional wrestler that forced himself upon a woman in any way whatsoever, whether it be a power move because of their position in a company or a vulgar display of physical power, they should be blackballed. And the same retort, if a female makes a false accusation against a talent saying he's done so and it is proven that she is lying out her ass, that cunt should be blackballed. Period. Yeesh, yeesh. <laughs> the C words are flying, a plenty. Um, yeah, and it and it it goes beyond professional wrestling and everything like that. There's been instances to where you know um, you see people get publicly assaulted and motherfuckers are sitting there with their camera phones to talk about World Star and shit like that. I believe those yeah people should be prosecuted. Yeah, those people should be prosecuted to the for the you know the extent of the law. Because you are and, witnessing yeah. a, a violent act and you are standing there and not doing anything. And you distri- distributing the act for, for um, entertainment value. And that's not right. Yes. No, it's not. It, it's far from right. And, you know, Seinfeld seen that coming long before we ever did. You know, if you've seen the season finale of Seinfeld, you know what I'm talking about. Well, I was, uh, I'm, a, I'm in the Seinfeld bubble. You got to fill, fill me in. I, I, I wasn't too privy to it. I knew what it was, but I didn't watch it. The season finale of Seinfeld, well, the season ending episodes, they basically watched a lady get mugged and robbed and made fun of her being mugged and robbed while someone videotaped them, and they didn't know they was being videotaped. And they got put on trial, and they ended up going to prison for it. And that's how the sh- the series ended. The series ended with all four of them going to prison for making fun of a lady being robbed. And they made fun of her. Yeah. Or it might have been a man. It may have been a man. Forgive me. It may have been a man, but basically they watched someone get robbed and they made fun of them instead of helping them. Instead of calling 911. Instead of doing something. Mm-hmm. You, We as human beings... I ain't never been one to just be able to sit down and watch something like that happen, especially to a woman. It's just not in me. So, you know, some of these stories, man, where these people knew about this shit, man. I mean, what the fuck? Do you not have a backbone? Are you scared? I mean, what the fuck is it? Because I know if I see a woman getting raped, dude. I'm going to beat the life out of the dude. Ain't no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I'm going to neither, neither A, you're going to kill me, or B, I'm about to smash your shit in. It's one of the two. You're going to make a choice, but you ain't raping no woman around me. You ain't forcing yourself on no woman. It ain't happening around me. I'm not with it. So 
if there was actually men who were watching this and address and did not address this, you don't deserve your dick. You got a mangina, motherfucker. All right, you got a double wide surprise. You you ain't a man. Don't call yourself a man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, this this is the um, circumstances of uh, uh, certain uh, businesses, pretty much. Um, the situations that we are experiencing here with professional wrestling are none that are different from some of the things I've heard and come across in my years in the military. You know, you hear about shit like this all the time, you know, people sleeping with underage girls and, you know, getting toe up and drunk at a, a house party and whatnot. And, you know, similar things are happening because, um, you know, one, that leadership is just like, you know, instead of being a leader in a disciplinarian, they want to be the homeboy and the buddy so they can keep a unit cohesion that way. And, but it's uh, actually hurting them, you know? It is. And that's, that's unacceptable. Any place that this is going on, that is unacceptable. And that's a change that we need to make as a society. If 2020 is, is the year of vision, to where all of the darkness is coming into the light and we need to make changes, that's a change that needs to be made. Sexual harassment, sexual assault, stuff like that cannot be happening anywhere. Period. It's disgusting, man. I just, you got to be a sick individual. I'm not trying to, to be the judge, jury, and executioner here, but come on, man. Yeah. If you're a, if you're a lot, I don't know, man. I see Nick's about to join. He is here. Also joining us is uh, Nick Anicelli. How are you, sir? Good, good. I'm glad I can make it on, everyone. What up, Anomaly? What's up, Nick? So what what did I I miss? I I, I kind of briefly heard what I jumped in on, but what else did I miss? Oh, we we was uh, covering uh, all these uh, sexual assaults and allegations and whatnot. And um, I'm kind of glad you're here because you like to bring a little bit of levity to the situation. So uh, I need you to brighten this dark spot up for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so pretty much asking how I feel about it? Yes. How do, how do you feel in general? Are you okay, sir? <laughs> well, I am good. I'm golden mentally, me. Uh, but with everything going on, it's terrible, man. It's disgusting how some grown men act and do and things like that. And I'm over here. I don't have kids or anything like that, but I can only imagine like looking at my daughter after hearing some of these stories and stuff, I'd want to kill someone. Thank you. Look, that, see, they, Nick agrees with me. Let's kill yeah, him. That, that was the past <laughs> 20 something minutes of anomaly speech <laughs> that you missed. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 you got a point though. Yeah. Uh, and no, and then, you know, there's also what he, he was saying as well. There's a lot of enablers in that situation as well. People who know about it and just kind of turn a blind eye or they just kind of, you know, just do nothing. <laughs> yeah, just not saying anything. Not saying anything. That's like, oh, that's not my business. Don't concern me. <laughs> yeah. What else did you guys talk about that I can uh, no. maybe throw? That's pretty much it, but uh, we wanted to know uh, some of your, 
what is your current uh, pro wrestling predicament right now? I mean, how how are you viewing uh, pro wrestling as a whole during this uh, era of the pandemic? Um, well, as we all know, you know, Paul Heyman got released, and I was kind of yeah. bummed at first. I was pretty bummed at first, but uh, the product the last three weeks, I think, has been pretty good. I thought Backlash was good. Edge and Arn put on a, a good match. Obviously not the greatest of all time, mm-hmm. but it was still good. I don't know. I'm happy with Matt Riddle's debut. You know, everything as a whole, pretty good. Sucks hearing about these COVID cases everyone's getting re- in the past like week or so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But over- overall, you know, like... I'm a diehard till the day I die. So it takes a lot for me to say something bad about this product. Dude. You know what I mean? I, it's a little biased, but I can see they definitely have things they got to work on. I just think, I don't, I don't know. Overall, I guess I still like it, but obviously it hasn't been the greatest. I'm sad that Heyman's gone, though, because now my girl, you know, Liv Morgan, she ain't getting that push she was going to get. You can already see they squashing her again. Yep, yeah, they are. Mm-hmm. And that that's dumb, but I'm happy to see like Sasha and Asuka, like we were talking about, Rob. I think that's yeah. going to be great. Mm-hmm. I think Bailey's going to cost her the match, though, so she doesn't have two belts. That's going to lead to their feud. But even if she, like you were saying, if she won the belt, and it was like battle of all the belts, I think that'd, that'd be, be really cool. That'd be cool. I just don't know, you know, if they're going to – because Extreme Rules is still in a few weeks. Yeah. So do you think going into the pay-per-view, the ladies lose the titles beforehand? Or do you think the feud starts while they're still champs together? Because another situation I thought was maybe they, like Sasha and Bailey, or maybe just Sasha pulls double duty that night. Mm-hmm. And maybe like Sasha messes up in the match or something. And then, you know, one of them's mad at the other person. And then uh, that's how Sasha kind of cost Bailey the match. Or vice versa. Oh, yeah, vice versa, I mean. Yeah. Goddamn, it ain't even July yet. Cut that shit out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there are fireworks Man, everywhere I, around I live here. in Louisville, Kentucky. They always, they, they always have fireworks. We have fireworks here around here. Either that or gunshots. Yeah, that, that could have been <laughs> either one. I, I couldn't hear too well from here. <laughs> I, it, was, it was fireworks, man. The, the riots <laughs> subsided a couple weeks ago, dude. It was it was just fireworks. Now, now this is um, a question that I posed or whatever in a, in a group chat. What the hell is that? Um, I just turned on SmackDown and Braun Strowman has a microphone. <laughs> what, what are you talking about? Oh, gosh. Turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know, like, what was that noise? And my TV just came off mute. And Braun Strowman talked about something. But speaking of that, really quick, sorry to cut you off, Rob. Apparently, they're doing a cinematic match at Extreme Rules for Bray and Braun. And I think it's going to be pretty good because I heard what I read is Bray has a lot involved into doing with it. We all know Bray's very creative. But yeah, sorry. What were you saying, though, Rob? What were you going to get into? Yeah, I, I posed a question, you know, in a, in a group chat and whatnot. And um, I feel kind of bad saying it, but I'm not ashamed of what I said because that's kind of what I was thinking at the time. Turn Braun down, goddammit. <laughs> I just, Please, I just stepped out take of the, the room. damn mic from him. <laughs> when I go back out there, I'll pause it. I don't know if you guys could hear it or not. Yeah. But um, this is what I asked. Uh, Keith Lee. 
phenomenal talent. And uh, before this whole pandemic shit was going on or whatever, he was already trending upward in popularity and um, I guess, you know, push appeal or whatnot. If that's a, even a phrase in professional wrestling. <laughs> but I asked the question, do you think his star is as bright as it is right now only because of what's going on in the world right now? Um, no. I want to, yeah, I want to say no too, just because of, uh, he was white hot before all this was going on. Mm-hmm. Now, if at like, at a uh, backlash, if Lashley would have beaten McIntyre, mm-hmm. I think it would have been because of what's going on right now. So right now we have Keith Lee, the North American champion versus Adam Cole, the NXT heavyweight champion. Do you have any, uh, I don't know what the word is, but do you think there's a chance that Keith Lee will walk away double champ? If he doesn't, it's because he's going to the main roster. Because Vince, I heard, is pretty big on him. And he'd probably go to Raw, I'd assume, because SmackDown just got riddled. But, you know, as soon as I seen the match was announced, I was like, there ain't no way in hell Keith Lee winning. Yeah, because if Cole wins, it seems like they're already setting up for Cole and Kerry and Cross, which I don't know if we've talked about it here yet, but I'm a big Cross fan. I'm on, oh, all yeah. van, I'm on that bandwagon. I'm on that bandwagon. I'll admit it. You know, I've heard, I mean, heard, I've heard of him, and I've seen very little of him other than this small chunk of uh, what's been presented in NXT. I've heard his name all over the place, but I've never seen him perform until he came to NXT. And the match wow. that I've seen uh, this Wednesday against uh, what, what's the big guy name? I forget his Bronson name. Reed. Yeah, Bronson Reed. I thought that was very entertaining for you know a first time full viewing of uh, what he got because the other matches he had before then was kind of squash matches or whatever. This one was, but it was very competitive from uh, Bronson Reed or whatever his name is. Yeah, they both look good in that match. And plus, I love Scarlett. She's so pretty. She's like my she, – she's up there with – she's my number two after Liv. She's my number two. She's a hottie, dude. She's a hottie. Yeah. She's very pretty. Yeah. Uh, and that was another thing, too, is just like I didn't see too much of her in ring, but I did see a lot of her in ring, if you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> They're, uh, they, did you guys hear they're billing Extreme, the preview for the pay-per-views on now, but they're, building, they're billing Extreme Rules as Extreme Rules, the horror show? Oh, God. No. Yeah, and I'm assuming because they're going to do the Bravers broad match. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, they're just doing what they can during these times or whatever. Yeah. I, that's yeah. what I'm wanting to see. I want to see what – I want to see how the product – Evolves, yeah. When 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 the crowd gets back, because I'm I'm really having a a tough time getting into North American wrestling without the crowd. I really am. It's 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 hard for me. It really is. And the cinematic shit just ain't doing it for me. If I wanted to watch cinematic shit, dude, I got Amazon Prime. I got a million <laughs> fucking movies, dude. I mean, come on, dude. I didn't need to see the. I I don't know. We don't need that shit, okay? Well, I, just feel bad. I, it, just, but... I just feel bad for McIntyre. I feel he got so fucked on this title reign. Yeah. He did. 
He did. And that's sad because this kid worked his ass off. If anybody's seen how he went to Impact and, and the indie scene and reinvented himself and, and dedicated himself to his body, then comes back to NXT and just and now he's won the world title and there's no one to fucking view it. I just hope they don't make him like a one-time champ, though. Like, you know how they did it, like Jinder Mahal, like, hey, whatever. If you're going to make someone a champ, keep them up there. Like, Kofi. Like, Kofi won the title. Like, he should still be considered, like, a threat because he was a former world champion. Like, I feel WWE's bad with doing it like that. Like, I feel like – I hope, Drew, this isn't just a one-shot title reign for Drew. Yeah. And then sometimes you get a champion out of circumstance, man. You know what I mean? Kofi got to where he was because somebody got injured. You know, yep. and that's that's a sad fact, but it was yeah. capitalized on, you know. So So were they actually planning to do what they did with Kofi essentially with Ali? Like will we have saw Ali go over yes. at Mania? I doubt it. I don't it. know if he would have went over at Mania, yeah. but they was building him. Yeah, yeah, because he what Kofi because what got Kofi over was when he came in and he did that long ass gauntlet match. Yeah, so I'm assuming yeah. Ali would have done that, mm-hmm. and that would have been a freaking amazing. Because I mean, we've seen a similar incident when um, Dolph Ziggler replaced Roman Reigns in that Survivor Series match. That was supposed to be Roman Reigns to being the sole survivor, but it wound up being Dolph Ziggler due to circumstance. And, and Dolph did great with that. Yeah, he did. And then they yeah. fumbled the ball with it after that. Yeah, because now yeah. you see him. He's, he's fighting at a – yep. And now he's fighting McIntyre at Extreme Rules, which is probably going to be a freaking great match. But it's unrealistic because as sad as it is, because Dolph's great, you know Drew's going to win. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Dolph Ziggler is like reverse Shawn Michaels. <laughs> yeah. This is like yeah. he, he, yeah. Won everything, he won everything up front. And now he's just going backwards. He's just like losing all the goddamn time. Well, Shawn Michaels kind of lost in the beginning and slowly built his way up to prominence and whatnot. Yeah, true. Dolph's, Dolph's won everything but a, like a Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. I don't know. I'm just really hoping they don't drop the ball with Matt Riddle. I've been a Matt Riddle fan since he pretty much came into NXT. Mm-hmm. That debut match when he just needs. Cassius Ono in the face, and I was like, "Wow, I like this guy already." <laughs> yep. And if it's not him, and if it's not him, oh, yeah, the Matt, Undertaker. Matt damn it, an awesome performer. Mm-hmm. I still haven't watched it yet. I heard so many great things about it. I still haven't seen Matt Riddle uh, against uh, Shibata. Oh, I didn't. I never. Wow. Heard, I've never. I've never seen that either. We need to get a link wow. for that because I would. Woo-hoo. That sounds good. Yeah. Boy. Boy, yeah, I've heard Japanese matches are amazing. I just never have been back uh, back around to it yet. It just popped in my head because anytime I hear Matt Riddle, that's what I think about, and it's funny that I think about that because I've never seen it. <laughs> oh, you my think they're gosh, actually? Dude. You think? Wow. Do you guys think they're actually gonna properly utilize them or? I mean, right now, I just think Riddle would. Be still in NXT doing NXT shit if we weren't currently in the world where we are now. Well, see, you're wrong. You're actually wrong there. No, you're wrong. You don't tell me I'm wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, sorry. No, no, no. What you think? What you think, though? So what I read about it was I think he was supposed to be like a Raw or SmackDown after Mania guy. Mm -hmm. But they didn't do it 
I think, because they didn't want to ruin, I guess, his debut. But now I think they're in a pickle where it's like, yo, we need something to bring people's attention. And this is it. And yeah, now as good. I watch now as I watch SmackDown, King Corbin's about to face Jeff Hardy. Ooh, so exciting. Uh, they just need to if they rip the King stuff off Corbin, I think he will be fine. No, yeah, he and it's funny because foreskin, okay? We're talking about bare <laughs> foreskin, okay? No. He uh, no he cut a no, he cut a ridiculous <laughs> he cut a ridiculous promo earlier calling out the Undertaker, so let's hope that doesn't happen. Oh, please, God, no. Oh, no, Undert- no, no, if, no. Yeah. <laughs> if Undertaker's going to come back, which I don't think he should, as Rob might think I'm crazy. Rob probably thinks I'm crazy <laughs> for saying Taker <laughs> Taker shouldn't come back. But if he's going to come back, don't come back for fucking King Corbin. No, you know, no, not no. that I no, – Corbin's good and everything. No. Like, he athletic, whatever. Nah. I want to see them put the strap on Jeff Hardy, though. They should have okay. did that. They could have did that. It's been a while. Get-go. It's been a while, and he still got it. Yeah, he could. They could have did that from the get go. Whatever. But I understand let me, he got let it. Let me ask you guys something. Ago. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I want. I want to change things around a little bit. I want to know: Have you guys watched the Dark Side of the Ring episodes? I Just the Benoit one. I've I've seen um, all of season one. Wow. And I've, and I've seen, um, I think, the first two episodes of season two. That was the Benoit shit, right? And Eddie Guerrero. Yeah, so that's where I'm at so far. I still got the other ones in the queue, and I'm about to go through the rest of them. I need to. I didn't know that the show was even a thing, if we're being honest. Might sound terrible as a wrestling fan to say. Yeah, until, yeah until, I don't, the, until the Chris Benoit one. I don't understand how you didn't know that was a thing when we was at WrestleMania together and the motherfucking banner was flying over the goddamn stadium advertising the shit. <laughs> if you didn't point it out to me, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I still can't believe how you ended up sitting in our row. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was freaking crazy. See, man, wild. I, I, be, I, believe, I don't believe in coincidences or whatever. I just think things fall into place the way they're meant to be. Well, mania better happen because wow. I'm going to I'm just going want... to it next year. I just lost you guys for like three minutes, just so you know. He was just lecturing me. Some of season two. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what it was. I seen all of season one and then I seen um the first two episodes of season two, because I think that's the one that started off with the two part Benoit series uh episode, so, right? So you've never seen the Owen Hart episode? I haven't got there yet. No, no. I want. I want to watch that too, but I haven't. Yeah, the only thing that was oh, me up God. because I was watching. I watched season one with my wife, so I didn't really want to start the rest of season two. You know, without her, so that was kind of the only thing that was holding me up. Uh, but I, I, I mean, wanna... I got the gist of it because the internet didn't. Um, you know, they was like, "Hey, Ryan, we know." You didn't watch it yet, so uh, we, we ain't going to put these spoilers out there or nothing like that. We ain't going to put these pictures and memes and all this shit out there for you to, um, you know, to ruin your viewing experience. We, we won't do that to you. <laughs> I, will, I will say this. Uh, my big ass cried like a bitch when I seen that. I'm talking about I have not cried that hard in I don't know how long. It, it was very hard to watch, and... If they have any left on pro wrestling tees, I recommend everybody buy that Owen Hart Memorial shirt. 
that they were selling for the Owen Hart Foundation because the way his wife presented herself on Dark Side was she has so much class and she handled that with so much dignity and it will really make you want to spit on Vince McMahon. I already want to do that now. Yeah, well, it's going to make you want to do it 10 times more. I mean, he literally sued her. He tried to sue her. He's a dick. Okay, how yeah. you going? Her husband died for your company doing a bullshit thing that he didn't even want to do because he played ball. And then you tried to sue her. And uh, I don't want to ruin it too much for the you guys because you haven't seen it. But there's a, there's a part in it where it's almost like he knew something was going to happen, but he didn't want to say it because he had his son go to the airport with him, which he rarely done. And he told his son, instead of saying, I love you and all this and that, when he was getting on the airplane, he turned around and looked at him. And he said, look out for your mom. And he never seen his dad again. That if it killed me inside to see that. And um, all the shirts that they sold go to the Owen Hart Foundation, which is a great, great program. And that's why I'm recommending that that anybody who is a wrestling fan, wrestling mark, whatever, get on Pro Wrestling Tees, see if they still got some left. Buy one, buy two, buy whatever, because all that money is going to a good cause. I like how that flows, though. It's like, you know, it, it was Owen Hart. And, you know, they had the famous faction, the Heart Foundation. So it was like the Owen Heart Foundation. It's pretty cool. I like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah cool. I mean, I, yeah. So I'm going to ask you, I'm going to ask you guys this, Rob. I, I've asked this. I think I asked you this almost every time we do the podcast because mm-hmm. I, I remember answers. And I want to hear if they change. So this is an answer for both of you. Just right now, just right now, even if it's you're not watching the product or not, just we all still have a very good gist of the business. Who do you see in, like, the main event of WrestleMania next year? Or I guess who do you see being, like, the Royal Rumble winner? If you just had to guess. Mine, as I say, I'm still sticking to it. I'm sticking with Alistair Black. Mm. Who did That'd I say? Nice. Did you ask me that uh, already? Yeah, I want to say you might have agreed with me with Alistair Black. I think you actually did. I think we both agreed yeah, on Alistair. I believe I so. Could- because uh, cause I, I, I pulled a, a left field somewhere, some point or whatever, and I was like, Alistair Black is going to be the one that retired the Undertaker. <laughs> this is going to be the battle of the spooky, tattooed-looking motherfuckers. <laughs> you know, you really got to ask yourself who's going to be the champion by Royal Rumble because mm-hmm. if if Drew drops the title – I wouldn't be surprised if Drew won the Royal Rumble and they set him up in a Mania match with the Mania crowd that he deserves. True, uh, he does. Let's pray somehow Brock Lesnar doesn't come in and win it. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, all honesty, personal opinion, I'd like to see AJ Styles win it. I really would. I, I would. I'm a mark for AJ, but mm. yeah, I'd, no, I'd like I to see I am that. too. Him and Daniel Bryan's <laughs> match at Mania was great. So the only thing AJ is missing right now is the tag t- a tag title run, and he would have had all the belts since he'd been in the company. Because he's that fucking man. He's a good mm-hmm. dude. Hashtag. Yeah. <clears throat> Just be a good dude. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, that's a that's anomaly hashtag. You missed that earlier or whatever. You're just like, <laughs> how we as a race need to be just good dudes and stuff or whatever. 
So <laughs> that was his hashtag. Just be a good dude. <laughs> yeah, just be a good fucking dude, man. Don't be sure Vince not. Russo because he's not a good. He's not a good dude. Vince Russo is not a good dude. And like seriously, right before we start the podcast, I watched a match that was fucking awesome from um, from Impact when they was partnering with NWA. And Vince Russo ruined that fucking match. I can't stand that fucking cockfight. I was watching Mr. Perfect, Kurt Henning, wrestle Jeff Jarrett for the NWA title. And this was a great match. I know a lot of people try to shit on Jeff Jarrett. Dude, Jeff Jarrett can fucking go. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. He can fucking go. People are just dickheads. And if it wasn't for him, New Japan wouldn't be as big as it is right now in the States. True, true. Because because um, of Jeff Jarrett, I I was introduced to New Japan Pro Wrestling. Exactly, Smack, a lot of people were. SmackDown's weird right now. I I have been looking at my phone like over this, and I lift up, and it's still the same match. But like everyone is surrounding the ring like lumberjack style. Like Riddle's out there, even freaking Braun Strowman, the Universal Champions out there. They're all ringside watching Corbin versus Hardy. I think Riddle's gonna get involved somehow. But yeah. I just had to throw that out there that the Universal Champion is part of the Lumberjacks watching Baron Corbin and Jeff Hardy fight. Okay, now I got to I got to tell y'all the coolest fucking story. I've never told this story on the air, but um, I went to in your house when I was a kid, the pay per view, and nice. I got to see I got to see the first pay per view match between Shawn Michaels and the Undertaker live. The nice. thing that the thing that was so great about this match is my seats that we had, unfortunately, were behind the fucking Titan Tron. But we could see the ring because it was at Louisville Gardens, which there isn't a bad seat in that arena. The coolest fucking thing I remember about that match was all the talent came out and was watching it behind the Titan Tron lab. Mm. They was watching it. Like two of the best. I want you exactly, and and we're talking about Road Warrior Animal was out there watching it. Uh, just Bret Hart was out there watching it. Owen was out there watching it. Uh, Brian Pillman was watching it. All these guys was out there watching it. And the 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 thing I remember the most about it was as soon as the match was over, and Shawn Michaels walked through the Titan Tron. He kicked the shit out of a water bottle. And everybody was applauding him like, dude, that was fucking great. Like, this was like behind the scenes K-Vabe shit. And they're like, dude, that was great. And he kicks the shit out of this, this water jug. And he says, I could have did so much fucking better, motherfucker. And, like, that that's what I remember about Shawn Michaels the most. Is he just had this amazing match for Taker. First pay-per-view match ever, which was the beginning of the culmination to the WrestleMania matches. And he kicks the shit out of a water water jug because he thought he could do better. And he's getting applause from his peers talking about a great match. Mm-hmm. Those shit. are good dudes. Yeah. Shit, that was like um, Eddie Guerrero, man. He People famously talked him up about how, you know, he was a perfectionist. Yes. Speaking of Eddie Guerrero, Vince McMahon sees Angel Garza as like the next Eddie Guerrero. We should we shouldn't it, be doing that. Yeah, no, no we it, shouldn't. But and him and Andrade are about to start a few with the Street Profits, so they're probably going to take the titles from the Profits. As much as I don't want to see that happen. Yeah, man, it's just uh, 
Oof. I don't know. <laughs> you, that, that's, that's, a, that's a hefty comparison there. That is. Uh, that's a very big comparison. That's pretty much saying you that. think that's pretty much saying you think Angel Garza is going to be a WWE champion. We can, dude. It's Eddie fucking Guerrero. He yeah. was one. Of, he was the total package. I mean, this guy could do it all in the ring. He was entertaining. He, dude, do not compare somebody to fucking Eddie Guerrero. I couldn't, dude. Come on, now. we just don't now, do now, this. The correct answer was he ha- he has um, traits of Eddie Guerrero. He he will never ever anybody for that fact will. Never be the next Eddie Guerrero or yeah. next or next whoever for that matter. Because he refers exactly. to him. He refers Vince McMahon. I just pulled it up. It refers to Angel Garza as a young Eddie Guerrero. No, hell no. And Angel Garza is a great talent, but hell fucking no. He stole Tai Chi's gimmick. <laughs> oh come on, man. We just no, we can't do this, man. No. What the fuck is wrong with that old bastard? I mean, come on, dude. What I can't wait. I can't wait for Triple H to like have control of the main roster. It'd be nice if there's a if there's anything left by the time this this pandemic's over. I mean, let's just be honest. This has been some crazy shit here lately. Yeah, I know they folded up the XFL, man, and I'm so sad. <laughs> hey, I was getting into that too. It, I was going to every right. freak, I was going to every freaking game here, and the championship and, was going to be here. Uh, and Jeff Hardy wins, and now everyone's celebrating. Of course they are, because it's a story of. <laughs> oh, never mind. Now we now Corbin's beating him up. Let's see who interferes and stops it. I hope it's Riddle. Yeah. Kofi knocked okay. down and runs in. Big E's knocked it down by Corbin. Nope, never mind. Big E hits the big ending on him. Nice. Give Big E a push. Yeah, no, that, getting... that's... Come on. Yeah. <laughs> the, well, this, Give him this, a push. This was another question I had um, that I asked. I forget where I asked. I might have asked um, in, our, in our little group chat. But how many years will it be before Austin Theory is world champion? Uh, three. It really depends on the direction. He's gotta, he's, hopefully the way he leaves that Messiah gimmick is by he betrays Seth or Seth betrays him. Mm. I, I, we'll think I think that's tremendous upside with that, that individual Ooh. there. Now Braun Strowman hits a power slam. Now here comes Matt Riddle to beat up Baron Corbin. So is this this beat up Baron Corbin night? Yeah, I think so. Everybody going to come in, hit a finisher, then he going to disappear for a couple episodes and come back? Yeah, well, yeah, because Hardy pinned him with a swanton. Big E hit the big ending. Strowman hit a power slam, and Riddle did a fucking some crazy thing off the top rope on him. And now they're probably all gone bro. Bro, 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 bro. Do you think he'll ever be a world champion? No. No. I'd like him to. No, 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 no. (laughs) Okay. Rob, Rob, bro. I'm not I'm not against it. I'm not against it, but I don't think he ever will be. Rob, this is the thing. 
They're holding his reins back. I'm trying to tell you, watch the Shibata match. Watch the match he had with Minoru Suzuki at RevPro. Watch Riddle indie matches and see how fucking amazing he actually is as opposed to what the watered-down product of WWE is giving him. Because he is fuck, Dude, let me have control of that fucking company, and, and I'm cutting the reins loose on him and Nakamura, and I'm going to put him in a fucking main event, and I'm going to make the whole fucking crowd speechless if there's a crowd there. Okay? Riddle is a bad motherfucker. Shut He's a mind. mushroom cloud laying motherfucker motherfucker. He's super fly TNT. You do not understand how great he is. Yeah. I mean, and I'm not disputing that, but I, I just don't see it in this company. Yeah, and no, I Because see, this company I see what sucks saying, dick. Huh? The company sucks dick. Can know, we just be honest? Got, I mean, I don't know. That's how some of them got their titles. We talked about that earlier. <laughs> but Pat Patterson's retired. He's gone. He ain't the company no more. <laughs> Uh, that, was, that joke was in poor taste. I, know, I apologize. <laughs> but yeah, ooh, and, I, and I bet you that that whole uh, scenario I mentioned was poor taste too. Damn, that's another bad joke. I'm gonna boo myself. <laughs> I'm just I like Malcolm Bivens. Oh, that random. dude, that dude is hilarious. <laughs> Especially on Twitter. Mm-hmm. He that, just tweeted. Just heard Stokely Hathaway, his old name, is the new voice of Cleveland Brown. I don't know how he avoided 27 counts of tax evasion, but good for him. You know what? If you don't follow him on Twitter, you guys or even the people listening, boy, you guys got to follow him. He's so funny. What I find um, hilarious in this climate or whatever, they have Tazawa running around in a ninja outfit with ninjas and shit. Yeah, that's some shit. <laughs> I was just like, really, though? With everything going on right now, that's a very ballsy move. Because <laughs> yeah. if that's not the definition of stereotype, I don't know what is. Mm. Except that's the only thing I hated from that backlash pay-per-view. There was a monster in the garbage can that tried attacking them. Yeah, <laughs> that that was. I get it. It was supposed to be silly and funny, but that was too much. That part right there was way too much, in my opinion. Yeah, but old boy is cute though. Him not so much. <laughs> Who? The Viking Raiders. There's like the. Oh yeah, yeah, man. Not so much. <laughs> I just can't wait for Montez Ford to be a star. Yeah. Montez Ford, he got something, man. He just, he just a, a, a ass, pretty much. <laughs> I could silly, be, silly I, could, I could be, I could be wrong. Your guy's opinion. As much as I'd like to see Big E become either Universal or WWE champion, I don't see it happening because of how high Vince McMahon is on the New Day. I really think we all know WWE. It's sad, but there hasn't been many African American champions. I really see the next closest one being Montez Ford. Because I don't think they'll do Big E because of how much Vince loves them, the New Day together. They've been together. They've been over almost – they've been together almost 3,000 days without ever breaking up. I don't know. Let's hope hope that's not foreshadowing. (laughs) Yeah. See, here's the thing. I don't mind. I hope the New Day really never breaks up. But I still could see Big E being a world champion even with that. Yeah, I mean they did it with Kofi. To an ex, you know, not to an extent, but like they show that you can do it and still maintain a group. 
Like, I thought you, it was you, awesome, you, like, when they were all the champs. Mm-hmm. You all do realize Montez Ford will have to be a heel champion. He's going to have to be a heel. He's going to have to turn heel for this to work. He cannot be a babyface world champion. It's not going to work. You know what? Montez Ford is the next rock. It's possible. It's possible. <laughs> no, no, no. We can't say that either. We just had this conversation about Angel Garza. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you he, can't he's compare. He's not going to be the Rock, yeah. but he's he's got, he's got an it factor. He does yeah. got an it factor, but we're going to have to, they're going to have to switch him heel. I I think he's to, yeah. I think he's the only natural it rock it guy on the roster. As much as Austin Theory, maybe I have to watch more of his indie stuff. I think he's extremely talented. Dude's younger than me, ripped and can do it all. Mm-hmm. But it's like. I don't know, maybe because they haven't let him do anything yet. I haven't heard him on the mic or anything like that, but I don't know. I just feel out of the younger guys on, like, the main roster, Montez Ford's the only one who has that next hit factor. And then, then uh, Anomaly talk about him being heel. I can see that with uh, Bianca at, on his arm as a, you know, as right. a power couple. Yeah. Right. Fucking amazing. Right. Now, y'all, Which, now we're cooking. Now we're cooking. Let's 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 throw throw a little you know bird in Triple H's ear. Maybe he listens to wrestle wrestling is trash. Let's put put him up in the forefront. Put it in his ear low. Maybe he's listening. We don't know. Mm-hmm. Paul Levesque's an interesting individual. He watches New Japan. He's a mark. Okay, yeah. so maybe he uh, yeah because hopefully because I know Bianca made that great debut and then nothing obviously came from that. But because they have nothing creatively for. So you got to assume this Sasha Oscar thing's probably so. Hopefully, either her or even Shayna, man. I, a lot of people gave up on Shayna. I think she's still extremely talented. So you know, it's either going to be Shayna or Bianca at SummerSlam, which I kind of want them to chill with Bianca. I wish she wasn't a WrestleMania after Call Up Girl. I wish yeah. she was kind of like maybe after Survivor Series, or even like fuck it, like a great Rumble performance and wins again. Mm-hmm. She's my she's my she's my pick for the women's Royal Rumble as of right now. Do you realize though it's so hard for them to decide who's actually over and who's actually not with no fucking crowd? Yeah, they have to as much as they don't want to. They have to base it off Twitter. And and then uh, another thing about um what they're doing now as far as AEW and WWE, you know, WWE did it a little bit later, but they're having a talent. You know, be ringside or whatever. The benefit to that is you have ambient noise. You have a somewhat of a crowd reaction. Another benefit, as far as for them, you get appropriate reactions. So when you know they're trained, they're scripted for this now to be the audience. So when an actual yeah. bad guy comes out, they Vince is in do. heaven. You know, yeah, Vince is in heaven. Comes out, they actually cheer. You know. So, I mean, you get those canned reactions because, I mean, they're kind of feeding in and playing an audience rather than being an audience. Now, let me ask you guys this really quick. So, Roman backed out of WrestleMania, you know, for family reasons and his own health. Respect the shit out of that, right? Now, you got to think, a lot of people boo Roman because they did shove him down everyone's throat quick. But my man never had a long title reign. His first one, he won at Survivor Series. Sheamus cashed in 10 seconds later. Then he beat Triple H. I don't know. Then he beat Sheamus on Raw. Lost it like a month later at the Rumble to Triple H. Beats Triple H at Mania. Loses it a few months later to Rollins. 
a couple months later. Then he finally wins the Universal title. Poor guy gets leukemia. He has to drop the title. Do you think when Roman comes back, like, because now he's been off TV for a minute, since at least March, because WrestleMania was the first Sunday of April. So that fool hasn't been on TV in three-plus months, and he's probably not coming on anytime soon. Do you think in a weird way, because obviously he was looking out for himself and his family, which I said respect, but do you think in a weird way the coronavirus could have been the best thing for Roman Reigns? Or do you think no. it's not? Or do you think it's not because they're not with the crowd? So when he comes back to a crowd, he still might get treated the same way. I mean, it's, it's yes and no. Um, go, I, I, I'd like to hear your thoughts on that. I'm like, go ahead. All honesty, I think it put him in the shit house with the company. Uh, just my personal opinion, I think him not doing Mania put him in the shit house with Vince. Uh, I agree because Vince is petty I, like that, as we know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he's just trying to write his contract out. I mean, all honesty, if Roman Reigns signed with AEW, that would tip the fucking scale, man. Oh, Chris it Jericho really just would. Chris Jericho just said that if he could take anyone, any mind you, the the question was if you could take anyone from the current roster, who would you take? He said Roman Reigns because they said they are not letting Roman be Roman, and that's why he's in the predicament he's in. Now they all these and a lot of people, a, a lot of I don't. Obviously, I don't know Roman. I only know Roman what I see on TV. Obviously, all the superstars know what Roman's capable of. That's why you got to think a lot uh-huh. of superstars, a lot of superstars hype Roman up like in interviews and be like, no, he is that guy. He is good. He's great. So it'd be curious to see like if WWE just let, let the brakes off him. I'd be really interested to see what he does, whether it's a heel or even as a face. Yeah, I would love to see him in AEW. Oh my God, I'd love it. And you it, know, it, it and you be, know, and you know Tony, you know Tony Khan would offer him money. Oh yeah, big money, big I don't, fucking money. Come on, I don't. Man. Yeah, I, I don't read, know what character. What's the storyline? No, the storyline to put him in Moxley. Yeah. Yes, I mean. Oh come yeah. Oh man, that that would blow the fucking roof off the building. And then yeah. like to actually have Roman Reigns go against Kenny Omega. Yeah. Oh my God! Yeah, shit, you know, shit, even him and Jericho, him and even yeah, him I was and about Jericho. To say that, that Jericho is going to put his hands all over him. <laughs> Just oh, yeah. take my money. Here is my sixty dollars, Tony Khan. Give me this fucking match here. <laughs> yeah, because they would, they would, they would start him. They would start him with Moxley or Jericho. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised, Jericho, though, to get him over. My my question is because we always have the talk about who could leave WWE, be, who's underutilized, and you know make a big impact in uh, AEW or some other company or whatever. Who do you see? You know, we got to give it a little more time. Obviously, who can you see currently leaving AEW for WWE? I'd say MJF. Maybe if he got the yeah. right money and and the right creative control. Yeah. I could see Hangman Page because he's not in one of yep. those associate roles. I could see him breaking away. Um, I don't yep. care what anyone says. Jericho will probably stay with them for a minute, but I guess it's a little different. But I could def- Jericho's definitely going to do another WWE run, but maybe uh, Britt Baker. Yep. Because of Cole. Because I don't. Yep. I, maybe you two can answer this. I don't know why WWE hasn't signed her in the first place. Cut in a weird way because of Adam Cole, but I would say then maybe Nyla Rose. I don't know because they kind of have Nia Jax, so nah. kind of like the same, kind of the same person. Yes, but no, I would they, say they that them, 
I I don't see Moxley going back unless it's for years. But yeah, I, my first initial reaction though is MJF. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree. He's he, he's a kid that's got the it factor. I like him a lot, and he would want creative control though because he really clamped their asses on the whole EC3 thing. Uh, they dropped the ball with EC3. They really did. Oh, my yeah. God. At least I'm happy Drake Maverick got his job back. <laughs> they screwed. But, I mean, come on, dude. EC3, and, EC3 and the OC are probably the ones I'm the most upset about. Yeah. I am, too. And, you know, the thing is, is, is they had a workhorse in Carl Anderson, and they under – utilized him the same damn way they did Luke Harper, but at least they gave Luke Harper an IC run. Carl Anderson could do everything in that fucking ring. He is one of the top 10 in-ring performers in the world active today. And he was showing out every damn match, and he was making himself look good and doing jobs for their under-enhanced fucking bullshit talent at the same time. Dude, y'all fucked that man over. That I, I cannot forgive them for that. Plus, like, the OC, whatever you want to call them, when they were in New Japan, they were one of the most dominant champions ever in the history of the whole company for a reason. It was not like it was just a fluke or, oh, they're with the Bullet Club. These guys were a phenomenal wrestling team. Tag team wrestling is an art form that's done properly very rarely anymore, and Gallows and Anderson are one of the few teams in the world who can actually do it properly. So WWE, WWE just tweeted, the horror show at WWE, hashtag Extreme Rules, will come even more terrifying when Universal Champion Braun Strowman and Bray Wyatt meet in a non-title Wyatt Swamp fight. So my initial reaction, yeah, initial reaction is, this feud's not over if it's non-title. They're probably going to do The Fiend and him at SummerSlam. Because you got to think, he faced regular Bray Wyatt. Now he's fighting the old Bray Wyatt. And then that's going to lead to The Fiend. You want to really comprehend how much the WWE product sucks right now? And this is the best way I can put it. I went on a tirade. Uh of just watching old school NWA pay-per-views on the network not too long ago. Watch those old school pay-per-views. Watch how great those wrestlers were, how great those matches was, how just excellent everything was and even the endings were. And then compare it to the modern product and you're going to want to vomit. The art form is just horrific in WWE anymore. In the NWA, you had guys wrestling a hard-nosed, strong-style type matches. And the crowd loved it. NWA, WCW, whatever you want to call it, in the late 80s, early 90s, was killing the WWF product in every way, shape, form, and fashion. And it's killing it still today. Watch those old pay-per-views. Then try to watch this modern shit. And you will know why I refer to King Corbin as King Foreskin. He's a big dick. Fuck that motherfucker. 
He's not a cool dude. He does not get a hashtag. <laughs> He's not a cool dude. Nah. nah. Um, to go back to the AEW thing, um, the one person or, or one of the people that I could see leaving AEW for a WWE career is uh, Penelope Ford. Yes, she's got the luck. Mm-hmm. And I see her, and it's just like every time I see her, it doesn't. She doesn't look like she belongs there to me. <laughs> it's just like she she don't need to be there. She need to be somewhere else. <laughs> okay, say this, guys. I want I want really want you guys to think about this. Suppose WWE goes into complete financial crisis. Just like Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, and Toys R Us. Mm-hmm. And Disney buys them. Because Disney buys every fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. And the product just fucking tanks. And Disney's like, all right, man, we got to just cut our losses with this thing. And they totally get rid of WWE completely. Mm-hmm. How far do you think AEW can take it if WWE is eliminated completely? So to answer that, I don't ever see it happening. But if it did, I like the scenario. I do. Um, I think it'd be fine. Honestly, I think they'd be fine because they they'd probably sign a lot of people. And it's not so much that um, they would sign a lot of people, is that um, they would probably gain more revenue, seeing that you know somebody wants to support a wrestling product. You know? Yeah, because you know, I'm I like every Wednesday. I watch both, but predominantly my screens on NXT. But if that was all they had, I would be a number one fan and support. I followed AEW from the get go. I'm just a big NXT guy too, and I usually watch both at once, one on the phone, one on the TV. But yeah, I don't know. It's just I think that'd be kind of like 2001. I think. In a weird way, AEW would win the war and just run with it. So, do you honestly feel that WWE is not secretly in a financial crisis right now with the lack of revenue they are not getting from live shows? Well, I heard before all this, they were already kind of taking an L on house shows. That's why they stopped doing them as much before the pandemic in general. Um, But the live live shows, yeah, um, I bet you they're not happy, aka why they let go of all those damn people. But uh, yeah, they're probably in something that they won't say for sure. I just can't imagine. I just can't imagine they're losing a lot. The only money they're probably losing right now is just paying the staff, because you know what I mean. Because they're just set up at the PC. But but think think about it. I mean. I've heard rumors that a lot of people who were bigwigs at the company liquidated their stocks, got rid of them. Yeah, Triple H and Stephanie sold a bunch of them. Yeah. Why are they selling their stocks? What do they know that we don't? What if the power machine that ate up the territories, WWE, is secretly in financial crisis and about to go out of business? And Tony Khan is our wrestling savior. I love them. I ain't gonna hate that. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. And you know how it, great would that be? And then you know it's it's kind of weird that you even say that because like 
I'm not really watching wrestling a lot anyway, and I find myself gravitating more toward AEW than, you know, when I do watch wrestling. You know, yeah, do, think, do you, do you it, think it might be because it's new? Yeah, exactly. That's what I was about to say. It's because it's something new. It's something I obviously want to support, you know, so they can, you know, build that momentum and everything. And then I feel like whenever I watch WWE or whatever, other than, you know, you know, special things here and there that they might do, I'm not really missing that because I know what's going to happen. If I see the match lineup for the night, I'll be like, all right, he going to win, he going to win. There's going to be shenanigans here. I mean, you've heard me say that on this show. And you heard yep. me send in the text message, and damn near if some shit doesn't happen exactly how I say it or similar to it, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. But AEW is still fresh, and you know, and then I, I want to see them succeed. So that's kind of why I give them a little bit more attention. I think their match quality is a whole lot better than any other North American product right now. The only thing Honest that I, opinion. the only thing that I, I do not like about it. Is everybody does a fucking cutter? Everybody, <laughs> everybody, everybody on the fucking roster does a cutter. Big Swole, Cody Rhodes, one of them goddamn private party motherfuckers, the Lucha Brothers, goddamn who else? Kenny Omega, uh, Scorpio Sky, goddamn Kazarian, goddamn uh, Christopher Daniels. I'm naming damn near the whole roster, and every last one of them bitches do a cutter. Penelope Ford. Uh, <laughs> Matt Hardy, Matt, Matt Hardy, Hardy. <laughs> yeah, all these motherfuckers do a cutter. I mean, that's the equivalent of the super kick in WWE. So, I mean, I guess that's the trade off there. So, <laughs> it's, that's the only my that's my only nitpicky thing and whatnot. And I feel like as far as match construction over there, a lot of the big moves. Or, you know, I've seen some crazy shit over there so far since they've been on the air. It's a transition. There's no end after that. There's just like still more match, and I'm just like, God damn, that could have ended right they, there. They, yeah, <laughs> so, they they, so they kick out. They kick out too much in uh, AEW, which is not to. I mean, sometimes is is a hindrance, but it, uh, it's the fight that that's that's integrating the fighting spirit uh, of, yeah, of, New of Japan. strong style. Yeah, 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 it's this strong style fight fighting spirit. I'm sorry, dude. If I could watch, if someone gave me tickets. I, this is this is the best way I can put it. I'm sitting at a table. Guy comes up. He puts two tickets on the, on the both sides of the table. Mm-hmm. One tickets for WrestleMania. The other ones to see just the Lucha Bros versus the Young Brook Young Bucks front row live. I'm gonna go watch Lucha Bros and Young Bucks because I know WrestleMania, regardless of the of the big spectacle it is. I'm probably going to be asleep halfway through it in my damn chair. I go and I see Young Bucks versus Lucha Bros live, in person, front fucking row. I'm not going to get up to go to the bathroom. Yeah, and and I understand that. You know, I, I kind of feel the same way. Being a person that's been to multiple, multiple WrestleManias, you know, there were moments in it that was freaking awesome. You know, and I can recall, you know, some awesome moments from all the shows that I've been to. Kofi. Yeah, exactly. That's probably number yeah. one. And, you know, right. but to sit there front row to a Lucha Brothers and Young Bucks match, you know, that's freaking, that's a almost, it's all, it's kind of almost a once in a lifetime thing because they have, they don't have the same match every time. 
and it can no, be elevated don't. every time they even face each other. You know, it's just crazy. You know? I want to I want to go to Double or Nothing next year since I'll be in California. Vegas is only four hours away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wanna... And then you know, and we can, and if you know, normally if we do alternatives or whatever, we have different scenarios. You know, you know that like what you brought up. If somebody came up to me, put tickets on the table, one to Wrestle Kingdom, one to WrestleMania. I'm going to Wrestle Kingdom. One right. to double or nothing, one to R, one to freaking uh, whatever else. I'm going to the double or nothing, you know? Right. <laughs> so, right. That's what I'm that's what I'm saying is you could you could give me tickets. All right, put it like this. Royal Rumble. If someone offered me tickets to go to Royal Rumble. Or just tickets to see Okada versus Kenny Omega three live. Which one are you going to? Uh, yeah, I probably go see the other one since now that I have been to a Royal Rumble. <laughs> yeah, so so I I would love to say Omega and them, but Royal Rumble is literally my favorite pay per view. So the fact I haven't seen one of those live. Hey, Rob, your boy Glenn Rubenstein's on my uh, TV right now. I ain't gonna say what I want to say about him on the air. <laughs> I'm watching the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Good talk. But, yeah, but yeah, man, it's always been a pleasure. And um, for those of you who are uh, listening, 49 of these wonderful episodes, and um, the next one is episode 50. So we oh, got- we going big. We gotta yeah. go big. Yeah. Yeah, we got something special coming up. We don't know what it is yet, but it, it has to something special right now on the hooks with me right now i got nick anicelli i got the famous the anomaly with me right now and these two are one of the are one in the same they're both driving forces behind you know the inception of this podcast you know i kicked it around a lot uh me and nick have uh had many conversations on the phone via text or voice to voice just talking about wrestling i'm like why the fuck we not recording this you know same with uh, Anomaly and everything. And then when I brought up the idea of the show, they were front and center, you know, from day one and whatnot. And I really appreciate that. I'm not, I know the show don't get a lot of play, like uh, Random Rounds with Rob or whatever. But when we come together, this shit is special. And I really appreciate it. It's always a good time. Hey, there is a small cult following for this show here in Louisville, dude. A small cult following. So we got that going for us. Yeah. So, damn it. With, with that being said, just be a good dude. Right. <laughs> Hashtag. Yeah. Hashtag just be a good dude, you know, or do that. You know, you know how people are these nowadays. How about just be a good person? Just be a good person because that covers the whole spectrum and we ain't got to deal with the cancel culture and shit like that. Man, dude, dude, dude is, is universal. Females can be dudes. Even cats can be dudes. Come on. I know. Man. Goddamn kill and then made a song about it from Good Burger. I'm a dude. She's a dude. He's a dude. We all do. <laughs> so, anyway, on behalf of myself, Anomaly, and Nick Anacelli, we bid you all a fine adieu, and we'll see you next time. Come back for episode 50, motherfuckers. Peace.